Hello, and welcome. Got any spoons? I'm your host, Anne. I am not a medical doctor, and I do not give medical advice. I do share my personal experiences, tips, tricks, and life hacks of dealing with chronic illness, disability, and pain. Welcome to the first edition of Fabulous Friday. Yep, I decided that once a week I definitely need to focus on things that are fabulous in my life because there is plenty. After over two years of working with a team that I adored, I needed to turn in my resignation. No, that is not positive, I understand. Um, The environment from the upper management was making things pretty stressful in our environment, and um, it was hurting, harming my health, my mental health, and I needed to uh, do what was right for me. And my boss understood, and I took a little bit of a break. But in that break, I, uh, you know, it wasn't great because I lost my connection to people. That extroverted self that I am really was suffering. And uh, I, while I was trying to make movements with my health, I was just getting turned away at every stop, which is even more frustrating. So I did once again work on my resume and start looking at some of the job boards and things like that. And um, I joined LinkedIn for the first time. I don't have an extensive LinkedIn profile or even, you know, working career per se, uh, but I do have lots of other friends on LinkedIn and I can make some contacts there. Um, I thought that the uh, website Flex Jobs is really great if you haven't heard about it. It's all legit um, work from home options. And since a lot of companies are going to that, if you're stuck at home with your illness, um, I think that's a website that could be very beneficial because you can choose a remote or hybrid you know, selection to filter. You can also choose a flexible schedule. So if you have a degree, one of the positions is to grade certification tests and you have to prove that you have a degree, but that's kind of on your own schedule if you get the job. It's also not promise because they'll give experienced people the first dibs at the different contracts. But that's just one example. There are quite a few others and um, I think it's a really great website. I'm not sure that working from home is the absolute best option for me, but I know that that option is a really good one for other people. So I wanted to let you guys know about it. I think it's pretty fabulous. And as far as the other search engines go, there's ZipRecruiter and Glassdoor. I would probably recommend those over Indeed. Um, Indeed seems to be flooded with very low-paying, quick and easy type jobs, maybe for less experienced uh, individuals. And I say less experienced individuals, I guess I'm saying younger individuals, because like I said, I don't have a ton of work experience, but the two years at the salon taught me so much. And 
And it's not going to be what you think it is when I share. First of all, I was a client at the salon before the manager took a, a, a chance on me and hired me as their salon coordinator. But uh, it did work out. And it worked out largely because of the manager. He was, is one of the most amazing people I've had the privilege of knowing and getting to work with. And what he taught me was that I was an asset to the team, even when I had bad days or had to go, that he never gave me a guilt trip when I needed to take care of my health or someone in my family's. Um, He was that type of man, that type of manager that would see if that I was struggling, take me aside, you know, help me breathe and evaluate what do you need right now? Do you need to leave? Do you need to take a break? What do you need? Because I have this intrinsic, you know, drive to just do my best at all times and put on the mask for the customer and, and at the sacrifice of my own health. So he, you know, he did that. That was something that I had not experienced before. Um, I have always felt like a, very much like a liability. It really helped me to um, honor or listen or the fact that validate what he told me because he had owned a business. He had a lot of experience with people and managing people and just his his CV, as you would say, is quite impressive. And so when he said that I was an asset or I had strengths and here's where they were, he was very good at always giving me specifics of what I might be good at. Um, I could take that in and I believed him. And it was heartbreaking the day that I had to give my turn in my resignation. It was doubly heartbreaking when a month later, the company that we worked for decided to shut the salon down. So, and not to anything of their fault, they were growing and making money and booked out several months. It was more about their location and the other parts of the store that weren't working. And so they they closed that down. And um, so I started looking for another job because I realized that I needed that in my life and having the greatest boss of all time, Mr. G boat, uh, it was going to be hard to find something that would match up to the support that I had with the salon and the accommodations and just the, the team that I had become part of. So I was looking on the LinkedIn boards after creating my profile and there was a local company and the person who was hiring had a very unique description of their job and it kind of made me giggle and I wondered if it might not be real, (laughs) but I decided to take a chance and go ahead and apply and what's it going to hurt? They're going to call and I get to talk to to someone who's a unique individual, but that maybe we don't work together. So I ended up applying over the weekend and I got a call on Monday and they were asking me to come in on Friday and I was available and I was going to come in 
And at that point, they shared with me that when I turned in my resume on LinkedIn, it also has a photo. And the interviewer definitely felt like she knew me, that she had she knew my name, she knew my face, but she couldn't figure out where. Well, after looking at all of their LinkedIn options and their business options, she went to good old Facebook and yep, she found me and we have a common denominator. She knows my best friend from college who still lives in the area. So before she had called me on Monday, she had called our mutual friend and vetted me. Um, I'm so glad that my friend answered the phone call because she was on top of the mountain, <laughs> literally in Colorado, uh, but it, it worked out. We set the interview up for Friday afternoon and I went in and I interviewed with the owner and the hiring person, and it went so very well. Um, I felt at home, at at ease. I could talk with them. They actually both know my friends, so that was a point of, um, you know, like connections. And they were excited to have somebody come in that didn't have experience with this particular industry because they wanted to train the person in their way of doing things. And I think that happens more often than not, that you can actually have some experience. And if you go outside of your box of like industries that you know, then you might find something because I was hired just as a customer service specialist. And that's what I do really well is make connections and kind of streamline things so that they can maximize the experience for their customers. And I was so excited. I was feeling great that when that, that weekend, I almost got cold feet. It was like, no, this is, this is too good to be true. I, I can't believe this. I don't know if I can do this. What if I can't do this? What if, you know, where my salon person had known me prior to offering me the job and kind of knew that I came with some some unique uh, accommodations, they also knew that if it didn't work out, we could still be friends. I don't know about that for this job. Um, they definitely feel like they know me. And since they know my bestie from college, if they've asked some questions, they might know the accommodations I need as well. But I didn't hide it. I didn't hide that I have a port. I didn't hide that I have some medical issues. That's part of why it was so exciting. But over the weekend, I started to doubt and I started to, you know, uh, started to overthink. And it was just kind of making me a little bit crazy. And I reached out to my salon manager and told him how I was feeling. The text I sent my old manager said, I'm excited and scared taking this full-time job. The people and job description seem perfect, but I'm afraid it will be too much and I'll let them down. Should I hold off and hope for a part-time position that might want me? And his G-boat response was, no, ma'am, you should advocate for that, for your needs and prove to them that you can do your job 1000% with accommodations. You can do this and it's scary as hell but you know what you need and how to ask for it. The world needs people like you to do good things. 
And I think I started to cry at that point. I needed that pep talk. And it, I knew it was honest. And I knew it came from his heart because that's the type of um, person he is and the type of relationship that we have. So, um, G-Boat, thank you. I love you. I have started the job uh, first couple of days. And so far, so good. And I did have a few days off um, right now. Today, I would have been meeting with a specialist, but that appointment got canceled. And I'm taking that as a sign. Um, I did the couple of podcasts of why being chronically ill can be a full-time job. And as I took this break, and as I was being turned away from different doctors, I decided, well, I never applied for this job of being a full-time chronically ill person, so I think I'm going to quit it. And in order to do that, I need to put my energy someplace else. And I think I found the place. So if you're trying and wondering if there's a place for you and you'd like to work a little bit or a lot of it, I think there are options um, going to the flex jobs or ZipRecruiter or LinkedIn and talking to people who are your friends or go to the websites of the um, organizations that you support or the businesses that you um, shop at. If you go to the very bottom of the homepage, usually in little letters, um, at, it says, you know, contact us or about us. And then there's a careers or just type in careers at, you know, whatever your store is or whatever business you're thinking. And they usually have their own system. So that's another way to more directly see what's being posted in those type of jobs and whether or not you think you can do that. Also, referrals. If you, a lot of the applications say, you know, how did you find us? And if you're able to say, well, I have a mutual connection, this employee, that goes usually a lot farther than saying I found you on a job board. And now we've made it to the halfway mark. So take a break, drink some water, take some meds if you need them. Follow the Instacart link in my uh, description of the podcast because you can get your groceries and essentials delivered in as fast as an hour via Instacart. They do have free delivery on your first order. They required a $10 purchase. There are terms that apply. The details are in the description of the podcast. Welcome back. I'm so glad you're sticking around for these fabulous Friday uh, accolades or woots or I'm not sure. We'll figure that one out as we continue with this uh, new part of the podcast. I know many of us in the chronically ill community are fairly jaded with the medical community, and that is very deserved, if you ask me. And a lot of times, if you're scrolling through TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, um, it can become doom scrolling and you kind of lose faith in humanity. My husband always gives me a really good um, rule to live by, which is never read the comments. Never read the comments because that's where we usually lose all hope of humanity. But 
the, and I do believe there are good doctors out there as well. So if you're still really needing the medical care and, and committed to advocating for yourself, absolutely. Booyah, you go. Um, if you're wanting to look for a job, I'm here to tell you don't settle. I'm here to tell you that there are great companies, small companies, medium companies. I don't know about big companies, but they're great people who see the value that you bring. All of this research that you've been doing, all of these appointments and the schedules that you've kept, this the routine that you have developed to manage your health care um, and just yourself, all of that can be translated to a job. And I know it's extra spoons, um, but I have found that those that having the job gives me a greater sense of self, self-worth and purpose. And I'm just blown away at my new company that they are so accommodating. I let them know what I need. And it's not a process of going up the chain because my office is literally across the hall from the owner. It's just, okay, you need that? Boom. I, I was only there two days and they've already gotten quite a few things set up for me. And I'm looking forward to going and starting next week and doing this job. And if what my G boat taught me also, and what I know will be supported in the new job is take a break, take a break when I need it. If I'm overwhelmed, if my brain is glitchy, it doesn't mean I need to go home. And, but I just need to step away, take some breaths, figure out if I need what I need, take care of myself and get back in there. And I didn't know that was an option, maybe because of my past or whatever, but I think it's mostly just me, just me trying to be the perfectionist. And if not a perfectionist, me feeling that like I have to prove myself. I have so many um, deficits or strikes against me being chronically ill and disabled that I don't want to show weakness. And apparently in my brain, a 15 minute break is weakness, which isn't the case. So I'm, it's a really great thing for me. And I want that for everybody else, if it's possible. And it might be, it might not. If it's not right now, know that that could be a goal. It could be. And, um, or volunteer where, you know, it's just two hours a week. That can be a big deal. If you go to care.com, there are a lot of people who need someone to pick up their kids after school and get them to, to ball practice. It's a little simple thing of being a mom taxi, but maybe that's what you need and maybe that's what you can do because that's a good time of day for you. I don't know, but there's something out there that I think would work. So enough of the work thing. Let's talk about books because I have actually listen to a few. I Books is another thing that I had kind of given up. The EDS has made the, the job of reading very difficult for, for me, at, at least on a traditional book or even a Kindle. I'm not sure. On my phone, I've got things set up for more 
um, accessible reading and a little bit less motion and things like that. But having the books um, on audio has been great. And if you check with your public library, they might have uh, an app where you can be checking out audiobooks and it's not going to cost you anything, which is a huge bonus. Um, I recently listened to Spare by Harry, Duke of Sussex from the British Royal Family. Now, I'm not a British Royal Family watcher by any means, but, um, and I haven't listened or read uh, fiction in a long time. Well, I guess this isn't fiction. Well, I'm still not, (laughs) still haven't read fiction. This is a biography, an autobiography. And um, it's a really good one. I don't think you should read anything in the media about the book or about the family. What I got from the book, if, if I might review it without spoiling it, is it simply Harry's story from the time between birth and age 12 when his mom was part of his life and then from 12 to um, when he met Megan, which when his mom died until he found the woman he would marry. And then the third part is about his life with his wife and making a family. And does he talk about the royal family? Yes, in a scathing way where he's throwing shade. No, Um, he talks about being a young boy who lost his mom and going into the military and calling his dad once a week. And his dad would say, oh, you know, I really prefer letters. And, you know, that might have, Harry might have needed the phone call and letters weren't quite his thing, but his dad was also asking for what he needs. That's not a scathing comment against um, now King Charles, but it's more like, this is what I was trying to do. This is what he was needing. And um, it it's a very introspective book. And I think it's really worth the read. It's also very easy to listen to because um, Harry is the narrator and who doesn't love a British accent. So I would highly recommend Spare. It's a good book. As far as movies go, um, Woman King is on Prime now. And I think that's a run, do not walk to get that movie. And it is amazing. And maybe I should put in spoiler alert because Sheldon on Big Big Bang Theory would say that if I told you it was an amazing movie, then therefore I've spoiled it because I've set his expectations. So I apologize. I enjoyed it. I would recommend it. You get to decide. Set your expectations low, and then you won't be disappointed. And it will still be a really good movie. Because you're able to get those things through Prime, I will go ahead and put the affiliated link in the description of the podcast. So just know if you can't remember it or wondering where you can get it, it will be there for you. I don't know if you're a music lover or not, uh, or what your tastes are, but there is some new music that's, in my view, pretty darn good. Pink has a new album out, and I saw a clip of her performing the song Trust Fall with Kelly Clarkson, and it is a dynamite song. So I went ahead and downloaded that 
on my Spotify app and I've been listening and it is great music. I hope this fabulous Friday edition sets you up to have a great weekend and I'd love to hear your stories for Fabulous Friday and your recommendations. I'm definitely open to that. You can contact me at uh, gotanyspoons at gmail.com. I would love for you to hit the follow button, share the, the podcast with friends who might enjoy it. And remember, you're not alone and you're loved. I love you. I'll see you next week. Thank you.